Okay, guys. So I'm gonna try to record us an episode here. Um, I still have children, so I do apologize if you hear background noise. But I'm like, I have got to do an episode because I mean, not done one in quite a few days because I try not to when the kids are home. Um, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you, ask and dear Lord that you will just continue guide me on this podcast, that you will help me to post these episodes, Lord, that you will be able to give us um, time each and every day that we can post an episode, Lord, without any interruption. I know that the devil is fighting us hard on this podcast. He's fighting me really hard because, of course, he doesn't want anything posted that has to do with you, Lord. And I just pray that you will take him out of my podcast, like just, just remove him completely, Lord. I rebuke him from this podcast in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. So today is Valentine's Day. It is the day all around the world that everyone who has a significant other or, well, most significant others, I guess, use this today to show a little extra love and appreciation to their significant other. Um, my husband slept till mm, about 10, 15 minutes ago, I guess, maybe 20 minutes or so ago, and then he got up, and he's gone. I don't know where exactly he went. He's gone somewhere. The thing about it is, y'all, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to lay it out to you like this. We get in these relationships and we think that it's supposed to be, you know, this big joyous, happy all the time ordeal. And, you know, any time that airy little thing just doesn't go how we think it should or whatever, then we get in this mindset of they don't love us, they don't care for us, you know, this and that. Like, I'm going to flat out say that I have been there the last couple weeks. Like, I have just, excuse me, and of course there goes my yawning. I have just been, like, I have felt so alone. I know that I'm not alone because, of course, the Lord's always with me. But, like, I just feel so alone. You know what I mean? It's like, like, I know I have a husband, but I feel like that my husband's not here. Like, he can be sitting right beside of me, but I feel like he's not here. And it's hard because we've never had... A situation like this before and so of course in this time of being like this um the devil is really poking and prodding at me and being like he don't love you you might as well just put him out y'all ain't gonna make it you know so and so's right this right here is gonna cause y'all to end up with a divorce you know, losing his dad. 
gonna be what ends you. I'm so sorry. My dog just saw the neighbor's dog come up on the porch and he goes crazy. <laughs> um, doc, hush. Ah, getting you red. But um, it's just like any time that the devil can find just this little bit of entrance into your marriage it may just be like a tiny little needle hole or like you know how when you try to thread your needle that tiny little eye on the end of the needle and like you just have such a hard time getting your thread through there the devil can slide right through just the tiniest of little holes and slithers right through like it's nothing like he just fits right in comes right through no problem and then whenever he gets in there it is extremely hard to get it back under control and to get him out of there um so that's kind of where i'm at right now is and and the thing is the devil never really you know, he's never really interrupted our marriage or anything before. Like, he's never really tried to poke and prod at it. But you know why? Because I hadn't gave my heart to the Lord and my husband hadn't, you know. And so, he saw... Oh, my goodness. My yawning. I'm sorry. So, of course, he saw no reason to bother us because... We were living, you know, worldly anyway. We were cussing, you know, um, back before August of 2021. Like, I drank almost daily. I mean, you know, he had no, like, interest in us. He weren't interested in us. But you better believe, every time that I would start a 30-day prayer journal for my husband, the devil would come in. You're wasting your time. What is the point? You could be writing a journal for someone else, but now here you are wasting 30 days of prayer on him. Ain't gonna do you no good, you know. So every time I'd stop and I wouldn't do it. And then when he lost his dad, the Lord laid it on my heart to do a 30 day prayer journal for him. And at that time, you know, I had already started one for two ladies that I felt like needed it. And I was like, well, Lord, I'm already doing a journal. You know, how in the world am I going to do two? And it hit me again, you know, do a 30-day prayer journal for Josh. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. But, Lord, you're going to have to help me because I really don't. You know, I've tried this several times, and I just can't even really find the words to pray for him. That was sad, honestly. Like, I, I really couldn't even find the words to even say for him. Even though there was a million things, you know, that he needed, I couldn't find anything to, to even write. Or I would completely forget. Like, I wouldn't even write it. Like, I would go a week or so and not even doing a journal entry, you know. Well, um, so I started that 30-day prayer journal, and I'm happy to say that I completed it. 
I completed that 30-day prayer journal for him. I actually gave it to him as a Valentine's Day gift because, you know, like, I didn't buy him anything or nothing like that, and he didn't buy me anything, but I was like, you know, I wrote him a letter in the beginning of it, and I put him a sticky note on the outside of it, and I was like, I know this isn't much, but, you know, it truly came from my heart, and I hope, you know, that it blesses you. So, like, the next day or whatever, we were having, like, a little slight disagreement, and I was like, I bet you didn't even acknowledge your valentine's gift or anything did you and he's like yeah i did and all it was was uh you praying for me to be a better dad and you know a better husband and this and that and to be able to get a job he's like i didn't know you had it so bad you know what that was that was the devil not wanting him to see the truth in that or the true meaning behind that I'm sure that while he was reading the devil was there saying look at that I want you to look at how much she's complaining about you I want you to see how disappointed she is in you I, just look at what she said right there you know how dare her Sure didn't know she had it so bad, did you? Like, I could just hear the devil just talking to him, you know, with that attitude. Just, you know, that sassy, like, how could she attitude, you know. But one day, he'll look back on that, and he'll realize the true meaning behind it, and that it wouldn't. You know, it wasn't that I was not satisfied or whatever. It was that I wanted him to blossom. Like, I wanted him to bloom. I wanted him to literally have, and I still do, like, I want him to have everything he could ever want out of life. I, I want, you know, the loss of his dad to be more of a, you know, I've lost, you know, my best friend to, you know what? I'm going to live my life because it could be taken in an instant. We never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I want him to want to live. But in order for that to happen, he's going to have to realize his worth. I, what I'm trying to get out here, you all, is that marriages today, they don't last like marriages back then, years ago did, back when our grandparents lived and stuff, you know? my grandparents are still here right now and my granny she's been a christian for gosh an obtain amount of years like i don't even remember like she raised me in church like we started church i think when i was like four or five years old and i'll be 30 this year so i mean 25 26 years something like that and the devil still tries to poke at her through papa because you know papa's not a christian the devil knows that aggravates granny to death she worries that you know he's gonna die in sin 
and she knows where he's going to go if that happens, and she does not want that to happen. She wants him, you know, to receive salvation so, so bad, and, like, they're both getting older, and when you get older, you get snippy. I mean, you do. I've worked with the elderly a lot, and I know when you start getting older, you know, you just, you get snippy, and you get kindly short-tempered, and, you know, Papa just knows how to push Granny's buttons, and a lot of times it's not even that his intentions are to push her buttons. Sometimes, you know, he can just breathe the wrong way, and it just gets all over her, and literally what that is is just the devil, you know, poking and prodding at her through her husband. Same way that he does me. Same way that the devil does 99.99% of us ladies. And what we have to do. You know, I'm giving you guys this advice. Because this is what I'm having to do right now. Is literally just choose to love my husband through it. Because this is a trial. If I hold on to my faith. And believe that the Lord is going to bring us through this trial. He will. But if I continue to let the devil poke and prod at me and nitpick at my marriage, my marriage is going to fail. And then, you know, it's going to fall back on, you know, we were both to blame technically because we neither one worked at it like we should have. Um, I do have a Bible verse. It's John 15, verse 12. And it says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Okay? Love one another as I have loved you. If Jesus would have listened to the world and Satan, if Satan, if he would have let Satan taunted him, he would have disobeyed God. He would have not took, he would have not allowed his life to be taken for sinners like us to where that we could have a chance at everlasting life. If he would have let Satan come in and just take rule and take control, Instead of fighting it and rebuking him every time that Satan tried to step in. Then Jesus would have failed at being our savior. But instead he fought for us. He fought Satan for us. He stood his ground. And he fought Satan. Do you think he had it easy? Do you think... That Satan wasn't never there poking and prodding at him and being like, I don't know why you want to give your life for these people. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. You're wasting your time. But Jesus knew there was a greater plan. He knew his father had a greater plan. So when he took his place on that cross for us, it was because every time that Satan tried to step in, he stood his ground and he rebuked him every single time. 
maybe it's not the wife that's the Christian. Maybe you're a husband. And maybe the devil is poking and prodding in your marriage. What I'm saying here is don't give up. Pray. Rebuke Satan. Rebuke him from your daily lives. Rebuke him from your thoughts. Rebuke him from your tongue. Rebuke him from your prayer. Rebuke him from your home. Rebuke him from your car. Whatever. And stand your ground with Jesus. Stand your ground that the Lord is going to come through. And he is going to bless you abundantly. I could right now, I could call my husband and I could be like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want you to come back. You know, just stay gone. I'll pack your stuff, whatever. I can't do this anymore. I can't handle the stress anymore. You know, and Satan would win. Or I can stand my ground and pray for my husband and pray for our marriage and pray for our children and believe that the Lord is going to move and that my husband is going to eventually join church with me, that we are then going to be praying together, we are going to be rebuking Satan together, we are going to, you know, fight this journey, and we are going to win with the Lord's help. We have to stand in faith and believe it. We have to love one another just as Jesus loved us. That is his commandment to us, that we love one another as he has loved us. Not just our spouses, but our in-laws. And I know sometimes it may be hard. I have had some doozies. Keep in mind, this is my third marriage. Like I have had, you know, my fair share. But if I would have had the Lord, truly, truly had the Lord back in my first marriage, I probably wouldn't be on a third marriage. I probably would have never had a second marriage. And then again, if I would have started this journey with my second marriage, then I might would still be in my second marriage. But I thank the Lord every day. Every time it crosses my mind for my husband, I thank him for the relationships and the marriages that didn't work because they led me to my husband that I have now, and I'm thankful for him. And I do believe with all my heart that the Lord is going to answer my prayers and that he is going to blossom whatever the Lord, you know, whatever the path that the Lord decides that he needs to be on. Because I am a child of God and I pray and I believe and he will give me the desires of my heart and one of the desires of my heart is that my marriage is going to bloom and that my husband is going to grow as a husband as a father that he is going to become a child of God that he will grow as an employee you know whatever it is that the Lord has in store for him, that is one of the desires of my heart, that the Lord gives him what he has in store for him. 
that my husband will turn his heart over to him before it's too late. And I truly believe that he will. I do. I believe that he will. Sometimes we have to be at our lowest point to realize just how much that we need the Lord in our lives. You know, and even as Christians, the Lord tests our faith. And that's why Satan gets to pick and prod at us because the Lord is testing us to see, are they going to give in? Are they going to let Satan come in? Or are they going to hold on to me? Love one another as I have loved you. Not just our spouses, but our neighbors, our friends, our family, you know, children, somebody you may meet someone new. Don't stand back and judge others. You never know what the Lord, you know, is helping them through. You never know what they are facing in their life, and they just need you to pray for them. You may see someone, you know, post a quote or something on Facebook and you may be like, oh, trouble, you know, trouble in there, you know, so-and-so, you know, probably on the brink of a divorce or whatever, or, oh, well, they'll not withstand this. They'll not, you know, they'll not, they're not strong enough to withstand this. This, this will, you know, cause divorce or whatever. Don't be like that. Don't be that person. Love one another as I have loved you. Pray for them. Do you think back in the day if the Lord would have stumbled across a marriage that was going through a troubled time or a family that was going through a troubled time, do you think he would have stood back and be like, and they're going to fail, they're going to fall? No. No, he wouldn't have. He would have reached out to his father. Jesus would have reached out to his father and he would have been like, Father, help them. You know, or, you know, well, Jesus himself would have helped them. We're supposed to be like Jesus. We're supposed to love like Jesus. We're supposed to see like Jesus. We're supposed to talk like Jesus. We're not perfect, but we're supposed to try our best to live like Jesus did. As Valentine's Day comes to an end, or whenever that you do listen to this podcast, this episode, always remember, treat every day like it's Valentine's Day. It's not about the material things. It's not about the flowers. It's not about the chocolates. It's not about, you know, whatever it is. The jewelry, you know, clothes, whatever. It's not about the material things. If my, like, I would be completely satisfied with just my husband praying for me. That would touch my heart abundantly just to know that my husband said a prayer for me there is certain gifts that keep on giving 
And yes, it's nice to, you know, to get a flower or to get a box of chocolates or whatever. That, that's nice. But every day of the year, you need to show love like you show it on Valentine's Day. Not just one day a year. Make sure that those you love know that you love them every single day, not just one day out of the year. It don't matter if it's taken out the trash. If it's... Uh, here, you know, let me give you a foot massage. Or here, you know, I'll massage your shoulders. Or don't you don't have to wash, wash the dishes today, sweetie. I'll do it. Or instead of, you know, growling at your husband because... Maybe he missed a laundry hamper like most husbands do. Just pick it up, put it in the hamper. Maybe he didn't put his shoes where they typically go or whatever. Just pick them up and put them where you want them. It could be, I mean, if it was summertime, it could be, you know, going out and mowing the grass. So that way after he comes home from a long day at work, you know, he doesn't have to. He could, he could have a break. I mean, there's so many, there's so many things that we could all do for our spouses or significant others to give them a break or to show them love throughout the year besides just one day a year. The main thing is to don't ever make that person feel alone, especially when you're right there. Because then the devil, he's going to come and he's going to poke and prod. And you know, if you've ever, you know, poked a fire, like, you know, you know, once you get to poking and going on and stirring up those flames and it gets to burning and burning and burning and burning before you know it, it's on fire. You want to be on fire for the Lord. You don't want to be on fire for anger or hatred. Or something completely off the charts that the devil has put in your mind that he's made you believe that nine times out of ten doesn't even, you know, exist or whatever. Like, he can literally get in your mind and make you believe anything. Literally anything. But as I'm closing, remember... John 15, verse 12. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. I love you guys, and I appreciate you all listening to my podcast. Like, every time that someone says, I, you know, I listen to your podcast, or I really enjoy, you know, your episodes or whatever, that blesses me. That blesses me so much because it makes me feel like that I am doing what the Lord wants me to do because it's sure not Satan that's bringing you guys here to listen to this and it's not Satan that's bringing you guys to send me a message or a call or see me out in public and say you know I really appreciate your podcast it's really blessing me. I love you guys, and I appreciate each and every one of you so very much. 
And I hope that you have had a wonderful Valentine's Day. But always remember that in a marriage or relationship that every day needs to be Valentine's Day. And to love just as Jesus loved us. I love you and I will catch you in the next episode.